0: Special special guest appearance. Glasses, Rocky. Oh, you know what? Fuck it. I guess we're doing we're doing the episode with the glasses today, guys. Um, welcome back, guys, to another episode of the LVR Show. Remember, it's a show, not a podcast. Um, funny enough, I've been saying that to everyone who's been uh, asking me about how the show's going, and every time they're like, "How's your podcast going?" I'm like, "It's a show," and then they get, they look at me all crooked. I'm like, "Guys, listen, I'm not saying it." to insult you because I'm mad at you I'm saying it because I need to run myself it's a show and not a podcast because like I'm gonna say like podcast is like a derogatory term for whatever like these things are for what shows are you know so yeah we're not using those words anymore um I hope everyone's doing good uh as always uh how am I doing you know <laughs> great <coughs> um What's new? What's new? So, um, I'm actually recording this on the Sunday night before uh, I drop this episode tomorrow morning. So, if you're listening to this tomorrow morning, this was the night before. um, If you're listening to this, I'm probably on my way up to a chalet with my cohort, uh, with uh, the kids I go to university with. So... Uh, you're not going to hear from me even the week after because then I'm going to be in Toronto when I get back from the chalet. So uh, we're going to record two episodes tonight so that you guys are all taken care of and I don't need to worry about anything. Um, I'm so excited for this chalet because, you know, you have to love how chalets go. Every time there's a chalet, there's always some shit show, something that happens. Uh, There's always some drama that goes down. And especially since... This is like a university, a small university program of kids. We're going to be together for the next three, four years. I can't wait to see what stupidities happen and affect the the relationships. So that's going to be fun to watch. Um, I just can't wait to be in the background with my bottle of Hennessy and um, cooking breakfast for everyone the morning after and see what goes down. Uh, So apart from that, guys, uh, to update you guys about my life, just finished my exams, so that's nice. And uh, now I'm just chilling for a week, and then, uh, you know, it's back to the regular grind. I uh, have to get ready for school again, working, training. I haven't been able to train lately. It's been getting to me. You know, I've been busy with life. And, like, normally, like, life is already busy, but exams and all that. Anyways, enough of that mumbo-jumbo. Uh, so today, we are going to be helping out someone. But before we do, um, you guys know, like, when you <coughs> sell, a, sell a product and you have a review or you have, like, something like a customer's, like, opinion on something. Anyway, so if you guys may remember from episode, what was it, three, we helped John Wayne out with uh, Fumbling a Girl, the Fumbling a Girl episode. And uh, he actually reached out to me and told me how listening to the episode helped him out. So I'll let John Wayne do the rest of the talking and uh, you can hear what he has to say. Okay, so, bro, I
1: just listened to the whole uh... I just finished listening to the podcast. And very interesting take. I'll be honest, because one thing you made me realize is that... And not only for her alone, but like for a lot of other women, is that I did not want to treat her like a human. Because I didn't want to deal with the bullshit. You know? And part of the reason being, you know, in my last relationship, for example... Um, on my end, it ended very badly Because I was so emotionally disconnected Because I didn't want to deal with the whole Responsibilities that came with being a boyfriend And I mean, it wasn't the first time You know, in almost every single one of my uh, relationships I just, it I it seems like I can't Like, put down With those responsibilities for long enough And it's always bringing, like, a detrimental and to it, I guess. So, you know, even though I knew that's what it was, I never, like, faced it. But you actually, like, made me think about, oh, shit, like, he's right. You know, I didn't want to see her as a human and treat her as a human and want to build something with her because I just wanted the body and that's that, you know, no complication, no bullshit. But, um, now it's obviously a very, very good thing that you... That you had and I respect it. I will reflect on it. Thank you.
0: Also just a- So thank you, John Wayne. Um I really appreciate you um uh, giving me the feedback and telling me about everything that you went through. And um, you know, in all honesty, the the self-reflection that he had about, you know, why not not wanting to treat girls like an actual human, it's some it's more common than you think and the reason this happens is because if you think about uh, the average guy, right? Like, let's, let's look all of us, the average guy, right? Um, normally, when we go after a girl, we don't really... We see it more as a challenge to get to something rather than appreciating the process of falling for someone. Now, that happens because you end up losing the love for the process over time because either, you know... You've been you gotten rejected too many times. You you just want to you know do stupidities and have fun. You don't you don't really want to cherish what love actually is. So, John Wayne kind of got lost in the sauce, uh, and it just only now did he start realizing, hey, you know maybe I should enjoy the process more of meeting someone and trying to do something with them, rather than just trying to meaningless meaninglessly sleep with them and. One thing I think a lot of guys are gonna understand. Um, this could apply for girls too, well, but I think meaninglessly sleeping with people uh, just gets really boring really quick, and it takes away the like the the value of who they are. And it's something that I learned. And to give you an example, right? Uh, I'm gonna have a lot of balls saying this uh, because I just know they don't listen to the show at all. And uh, so I don't really have to worry, but there's certain people in my life who they they keep encouraging me to uh hook up with a certain individual that I know right they want me to get with them they want me to you know what never not I'm not gonna say anything because uh now I'm thinking about listening to this it's uh okay you know what no, no, I have to say things to be <coughs> to be open with you guys, so it could be more true, so they all want me to uh get with a certain individual in my life Uh, some of the people that I know and I keep telling them I go but is it going to lead anywhere right like sure let's say we hook up we sleep together or whatever I don't see a relationship coming out of it I can't picture myself dating the person Um, so then why why do it you know Uh, like I don't need to have fun anymore I used I used to have fun back in the day and I did it already Anyways, I kind of got lost with the point I was trying to make. But uh, anyways, all that is just to show that I just wanted to show how the show actually can help people. So shout out to you, John Wayne. Thank you so much. So um, actually, today's invite, today's uh, person we're going to help is SD. And they're going to ask us, Your advice on how to get emotionally detached from someone to get out of a toxic relationship. Now, here's the thing. That, my friends... (coughs) Is a very, very difficult one because, you know, when you emotionally attach yourself to somebody, right, and you depend on them creating the toxicity, you dependent on them because of some insecurity that they are, like, temporarily covering up for you, you know? Uh, I'll give you an example. I know one of my friends who, she's in a two-year relationship now, and she absolutely, like, she... Like, she's not happy with her boyfriend whatsoever, you know? Like, she's always complaining about him. She doesn't want to be with him. She feels like she's not being treated properly and all that. But she can't let him go because she has abandonment issues. Uh, Some things that happened to her in her childhood. uh, She's just wired to program to not leave. Like, it's better to just try to fight and stay and fix it. But as a classic saying goes, sometimes letting go is better than trying to hold on. And... You know, when you when you are attached to somebody uh, in a toxic relationship, you need to figure out why are you staying there in the first place? You know, why can't you leave? And the best way I could explain this is a story of mine. So my first my first girlfriend ever, this was a very very toxic relationship. <clears throat> when I'm saying this was not healthy, like I was essentially like I was her lapdog. I did whatever she wanted when she wanted, anything to make her happy. Um you know, I was her therapist, I was her punching bag, I was, quite literally. <laughs> and um, I was also just, like, like she was like the queen bee, the queen ant, and I was a little worker aunt. ant. You know, like, everything was my fault. Everything, uh, I had to find a solution of everything for her. And, you know, for the longest time, I did leave, right? I stayed in there six months. I was trying my best to work out the relationship because I thought that's what was normal. And I think a lot of people, they they think that it's normal to go through this. But it's not. It's not normal to, to be and have such negative emotions with a partner. And the reason I stayed is because all I ever wanted was just to be loved. I just wanted attention. I just wanted to be held. I just wanted somebody that wasn't my mom to love me. Because for the longest time growing up, it was she was the only person that really appreciated me, which was my mom, you know? So like I thought I was unlovable to other people. So that's why when I finally found a girl who was into me at the end of high school, which no girl was ever into me in high school. I always got curved, I always got rejected. I was since sense getting my validation, you know? And often that's why you stay in the <coughs> relationship. You could be there because you're being validated for being able to do some things that you don't believe you're necessarily good for or good at. Or you're just trying to validate that you are getting through an insecurity, even though you're not. You're staying in it. So now, to get over this, to get past this, the first step is to identify, right? We need to identify why can we not leave? Why do we enjoy staying in this mess? And then second is obviously action. You You need to cut the other person out. And in any terms of relationship, whether, whether a relationship has a good or a bad ending, I personally believe that in order for both parties to heal, you need to separate each other, like separate yourselves from each other. You can't text. You can't stay friends. Like you can maybe check up on each other once in a blue moon, but you can't hang out in person. You can't do that. You need to give each other your space because you need to remind yourselves what it was like to live without each other because staying I, I wonder if you guys can hear my dad like coughing and choking thanks dad appreciate that um maybe lose was my train of thought wow i'm so sorry if you guys had to hear that but um essentially you have to remind yourselves you have to remind yourselves what it was like to live without each other because you know you were perfectly fine before they came in right well maybe you weren't fine maybe you were suffering with the insecurity and they were padding it but this goes back to something we we're saying in another episode: is you need to work on yourself, and you need to identify what's making you feel uncomfortable, because you need to get comfortable with the uncomfortable. So, after cutting yourselves off from them, right? First, you have to break up with them. You cannot stay stuck with them. If it was worth fighting for, ninety percent of the time, it's not gonna be in a in a terrible toxic environment. You know, I think it's I think. You know, a lot of us especially are seen to remind ourselves that we need to stay in a relationship. We need to fight for it. We need to make it work. But that's not always the case. You can't always make it work. Some people are just not meant to be together. I mean, a lot of us, we we grow up seeing our parents uh, live in the same household and not even loving each other. Oftentimes, they hate each other. But they'll put it aside to make an effort for the kids so that the kids can grow up with both parents, you know. It's like... For example, if, you're, if your parents sleep in different rooms or your dad sleeps on the couch all the time, it's, uh, you know, some things just show themselves. So we're, we're shown this image of fighting through it all, all the time. And we have to kind of recognize that, you know, it's good. It's good to let go because we have to let go now when we don't have anything involved in our relationship. We don't have houses. We don't have kids. We don't have shared money. So this is the right time to learn when to start and go. Well, when to start to letting go. Now, after you've broken up with them, like I said, you have to work on the issue. You have to work on the reason that kept you stuck on them. If you don't face that challenge, if you don't face that issue, you're just going to repeat the same process with somebody else. And don't ever think you cannot find better you can always find somebody better right um in my eyes there's no perfect person theoretically theoretically there is no perfect person because there can always be somebody better there can always be someone more fun and you we eventually all kind of settle in life right we always settle at one point because you obviously you could always do better but on the contrary to that is you end up enjoying and appreciating that one person. And sure, there could be better, but you don't want better because it wouldn't be the person you're with. So given to regard, you have to weigh out the balances, right? So obviously, if you're in a toxic relationship, this shouldn't apply. This is this is like the after. This is like the healthy point, right? It's realizing your worth and finding somebody that can match that. Because... I find so many you know complete sign up but there's so many of my homegirls that are in such unhappy relationships and you know they they want to just like stick it out for the guy so badly and it blows my mind because I don't get it I really don't honestly there's even even girls in my life like like, I, I don't mean to sound cocky or anything, but like they, they don't stop trying. Like, they will give it their all. And even when I'm not healthy for them and I tell them I'm not good for you, I'm not healthy, and they don't stop trying. So sometimes I don't know why people always do this because <coughs> I can never, in my opinion, I really can never keep doing this. I can never fully like throw myself at someone who isn't treating me properly. It just makes no sense to me. Like How could you? How could you give yourself to someone that isn't valuing the beautiful person that you are? Someone that makes you feel like shit, that treats you like shit, that makes you think you're shit. Like, how could you honestly want to stay with that? And think about it. Like, regardless of your insecurities aside and everything, like, is that what you find reflects you? Like, do you find that person represents you well? Because they don't, right? So why should you stay with a person like that? Now, I know uh, everything I said is very very typical and very simple, you know? It's no like different outstanding advice, but the truth is is the simplicity is what makes it work. You know? It's the fact that it's such a simple way to approach it is the best way to do it because once you start getting complicated, you just fall in a deeper rabbit hole because you won't understand what's you what you're doing or what's happening. So for all my uh, for all my lovers in unhealthy or toxic relationships, <coughs> to sum it up for you, please do this. One, ask yourself, why, why am I still with this person? Why can't I let go of them? Two, let go of them. Block them out of your life. Don't keep them in your life. Don't, don't give them any ways of c- contacting you. Take your space. You need your own time. You need your alone time. Three, work on whatever that insecurity was that was keeping you with them. Work on the thing that made you attach to them that wouldn't let you escape or break free. Four, start right. Put, putting your standards higher. Put those standards high. Find the person that is worth what you believe you are worth. Right? Because every the person you are with is a reflection of yourself. So, remember that. <coughs> because being with someone who's toxic... My bad, guys. Because being someone who's toxic is not only going to affect yourself, but your loved ones around you, your families, your friends. And that's and they don't deserve to go through that either. So don't put them through that. Don't. Don't do that whatsoever. Ugh. I had to pop a coffee for this. Yeah, guys, I dropped a card. My bad. I'm feeling a bit off today. not going to lie, guys. I didn't get to work out. I didn't, uh... I didn't work out. I didn't get all my work done. I still have like three hours. I have to edit everything and listen to these episodes and drop them. I got told I'm not a I'm not a man of my word that I have a. Apparently, guys, I have a, a very bad. Uh, I can't keep my word. I'm not, I have a very bad word. I'm not good at making promises. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a piece of shit. Apparently, you know. Uh, I can't keep my word for shit, and also apparently I'm weak. I, uh, I wouldn't be able to last through any hard times. I don't know why. I got told that and it turned me off so badly. This is... Just, uh, while I'm shuffling these cards. I got told that today. And that uh, didn't really sit with me too well. It really did It kind of ruined my whole day. I don't know why. Because you know what I find? Sometimes uh, things often hurt more when it's from somebody you idolize or love. Rather than it's uh, from some random stranger. Alright, anyways guys. Let's pick a card. And I pick, ooh, this one's good. So, as you guys know, uh, if you didn't know what I was just doing for the past minute, I was just awkwardly silent, Silent. I should have said something, we are picking a card from the Holstie deck. Now, the Holstie deck is a beautiful deck that has a bunch of questions on them, emotional questions that make you self-reflect, and you get to answer both. So, the first question is, are all emotions beautiful? And I would disagree. I don't think all emotions are beautiful. I think uh, there's a lot of emotions that are ugly and disgusting. I would say envy. I think envy is a disgusting uh, emotion. I would say, yeah, that's the only one that I think is really disgusting. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not too fan of weak emotions. Like, For example, jealousy. Jealousy is a bit of a double-edged sword because um, obviously it's cute when someone's jealous and they want to be better for you, but at one point, does your love for someone become jealousy and that jealousy becomes um, your insecurity and a reflection of who you are? So I would say jealousy is a bit of a double-edged sword. Uh, Treachery treachery is not an emotion, right? You know what, guys? I have to search up what all the emotions are because... I'm, I'm mixing up actions with emotions but the only one I could think about so far that I find are not beautiful would be um, envy alright guys so I mean because I think all all the other ones could have beauty to them like anger you could be so angry within of wanting to make a change I mean you can use every emotional every emotion for a positive outcome it doesn't just necessarily have to stick to the negative connotation it has. So, maybe maybe all emotions are beautiful. Maybe I'm just, I'm just an idiot and I'm wrong. You know? So, I'm trying to think. I really can't. Oh, maybe... Um, no, because even selfishness... That could, that's not even emotion. Is selfishness an emotion? Guys, you know what? I'm actually stumped. I guess all emotions except envy are beautiful. That's my final take. Now, the second thing is what makes you weird? Oh, and that's a good one. I think what makes me weird is my very weird weird way of living. And to the point where, like, I'm very hard-headed. It's my way or the highway. Um, I'm extremely dedicated to everything. I'm very extreme in everything I do. I'm a very all-or-nothing type person. Um, I think another weird thing about me is that I just choose. Like, I'm very fixated on small actions. Rather than uh, like small repeated actions. And I'm also very calculated in everything I do. In the sense that like I'm, I'm psychotic. Like, like I will purposely act a certain way. Or say certain things to set people up. To see how they react to it. Um, God I wish I could tell you guys some psycho things. But um, I could. So for example there's this, uh, there's this, one, uh, this one person. Uh, that I see almost daily and I will on purpose say things that they that they don't like or don't necessarily agree with just to see how they react to it just to see how long it takes them to come up to me and tell me they uh, they're not like like they don't like it but there's like a second part to it that like I'm just not explaining and I don't know why I'm so fixated on holding back on saying it because like The thing is, is that if I say it right now, I just feel like it's going to cause me so many headaches and problems. And not just with them. Like, actually, I think the least would be with them. I think it would be because of other people. Uh, Like, I can't even explain it, guys. I can't. I'm so sorry that I'm not, like, being open and, like, too truthful with, uh, like like, with these examples. I can't think of anything else off the top of my head it's just it's like i want to avoid headaches guys i want peace i really don't need more stress or headaches from individuals and you know people unfortunately like they'll listen to this and then they weaponize it and use it against me and i just don't feel like going through that right now so we're gonna have to hold back and wait a bit but uh if i could ever think of another example i want you guys to think of examples of what makes you weird you know uh so yeah So, uh, yeah, guys, um, I'm sorry this necessarily wasn't the best episode. I don't don't really think it was that good. I'm going to be straight up honest. Uh, But, you know, not every time is going to be the best thing you do. Uh, Not every relationship is going to be the best relationship you do. Not every episode is going to be the best. Not every test is going to be the best. So you always have the opportunity to make it up to to yourself the next time. Now, normally I would re-record this episode, but I don't have time. So... All I have to do is make the next one I record in two minutes from now even better. So, on that note, guys, <coughs> I love you. I wish you all a beautiful day, a great night, a great shift, and uh, I hope you did. I hope this helped you in some sort of way, and you could take away of how to deal with a person that is not treating you right and a toxic ex. All right, guys. Good night. Don't worry, I'm not going anywhere, guys. I'm still giving you the the little bonus treatment part. But <coughs> gosh, my bad. But yeah, guys. Honestly, in the sense of what I was saying before, it, like where I'm psycho is like, like I plan like six steps ahead. Like, like I'll put like uh, I try to make like pieces fall into place, and I just try to, uh, I just try to um, make make it go my way. You know, make it, uh, make it all work out. Damn, uh, my bad, guys. I don't know this. I, I'm thrown off today. I, I got told some things. It just, it's not me. But hey, you know what? We're gonna, we're gonna make it good now. We're gonna make it good. Next episode, was good. You're, I'm about to film it in two seconds, but you're gonna hear it only a week later. I promise you, it's gonna be made up to you. Okay, I love you.